Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break. This is Point Break and not Rocky. Bodie in Utah. Ba, 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 ba. Second verse. This is Point Break. <laughs> Same as the first, a little bit louder and a little bit worse. This is Point Break Minute where we point out the moments and break down the minutes for the last time ever. Whoa. The last episode of Point Break Minute. Whoa. Whoa, indeed. I was starting, I was going to do like a fanfare, but I realized like, the thing that is stuck in my head is the Rocky theme, and that mm. starts as fanfare. It was like probably going to be Star Wars Throne Room, but then Rocky is what was just in my head, so that's what we went with. Nice. Movies. Movies. Music. Point Break Minute. I'm Murrin. And I'm Jessa. And we have a guest. Hey, it's Jonathan. <laughs> it's Jonathan. Yes. That's all That's all the introduction Jonathan needs. I'm Jonathan from Minute Impossible. Hello, everyone. There you go. You'll that's... remember me from such episodes as... The, the lawnmower and yes. War yes. Child and whatever Gary Busey yeah. says to him tells him to speak into the microphone. Squid for brain. Speak into the microphone. Squid speak into the microphone. Squid brain. I believe he says. Yes. So that's if you remember that, you remember me. Hi. That's that's the one. Welcome back. Thanks for having Welcome. me on. Thanks for being on for our final minute. No problem. Very last one. This. <laughs> Is our final minute of Point Break, and it's uh, it's all credits and uh, not even that many credits. Really. No, it's mostly music credits. A couple <laughs> mostly, of... mu- mostly music credits. Mostly shout outs uh, to Oregon. Yeah, we get some shout outs to Oregon. We'll go over that. So it starts. Uh, the start. Well, I'll try and break this down as best I can. Uh, we'll just go through it. Think, talk about things of note. I guess. Hey, uh, hey do- we- relax. It's the last episode. It's calm down. It's okay. Thank you. You've Thank done you, this 121 <laughs> other times. You can do this. That is true. You'd think I'd I'd be used to it at this point. I like that you're just as bad in the last episode as you were in your first episode. And that's <laughs> yeah. that's the sign it's... of a true podcaster. <laughs> it's cons- it's about consistency. Yeah. Like I showed up and you didn't know I was going to show up or something. Like, like this was like a <laughs> wait, wait, what? We have a guest? We didn't ask Jonathan to be on. It was just like he just, just called me. Showed up. Like, hey, oh, get... That's happened before on other shows. Don't worry about it. I've, I've had I'm that sure happen to me. <laughs> People just kind of stray into the podcast. Like, hey, what's going on in here? <laughs> Talking about movie. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Well, you have those. Uh, those. Uh, those. What? Are the, what's that program called? The video game thing. Wow. Xbox. <laughs> Xbox Live? No, the, the thing where you have those the group chats. You do that on Minute Impossible. Yes, the, the video game thing. What are you talking about? Discord? You're talking yes, about I'm Discord. talking about Discord. You wanted to People say Discord, video, games. video game thing. I got gotcha. you. Another well, another trademark of Murrin as a podcaster <laughs> is forgetting the names of things. Just very convenient for being in like a, a a media a piece of media is someone who just forgets the names of things. Yes, luckily words don't matter when you're doing a podcast. So no, no, it's just, just speaking whatever gibberish you wish. But luckily for this, I have the words in front of me that I can read off of. And the minute the minute starts with uh, camera and lenses provided by Panavision, Rimmy. negative and print film Eastman Kodak. <laughs> wow, that takes me back. If Chris, my co-host, was on, he and I would tell you, regale you with stories of us going to the Kodak Film Processing Center to get oh. our film, like our acts. We were film. Students, we would have to get oh. film cans taken there, spend a hundred dollars getting it developed. Whoa, they deserve what they got. I'm glad Kodak's gone because they stole so much money from me in my college years. <laughs> oh, oh, Kodak. Hmm. Yeah. So what? What did they get? They just went out of business. Yeah, because cause film the future dead. happened. Yeah, because computer happened. Discord put them out of business. (laughs) Discord and Discord only. Another interesting one we get is In Memory of Wes Dawn. Yes. Wes Dawn, he died. And this is his last film. He was a makeup artist. Yeah, Mm. and he worked in literally every movie that I love from the 80s and 90s. Oh, Die Hard. Die Hard. Hunt for October. 
Star Trek Five, not the good one. Star Trek <laughs> Four, the good one. Star Trek Three, The Search for Spock, a really good one. Yeah, Flight of he the did... Intruder. Yeah. Wow. He, so he he basically knew how to make guys look like men. I guess. That's yeah. my takeaway. He, he made a Scotsman look like a Russian sub captain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hard work. Well, did he? Did, Maybe. did he? <laughs> he did his best. That's that's a hard job to, well, to also, crack. Also not- notable here, Marin, um, is that he wasn't the key makeup artist for many of them. He was just makeup artist, and then like a couple times, he's the makeup artist supervisor. Uh, Jess, are you dropping some knowledge on like the way different credits for makeup artists? Yeah, because if I saw a makeup artist, I would just assume oh, he's the makeup artist. But I guess they have multiple makeup they artists. Do. If you're the so is the key makeup artist, that's like the lead. Yeah. Okay. So he because he was makeup supervisor on like crappy TV shows. Let's 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 talk about him and and belittle his life since he's dead. Um, <laughs> he he was just a makeup artist on these other movies, one of many probably. Yes, he was, yeah. uh, and it's it's just interesting to note that he's it's not he's not like a, the designer for Point Break. He's yeah. just doing the the, the applicator. Yeah, yeah. I don't Which even is... know if he deserves an in memory of. <laughs> truthfully. <laughs> Well, it's it's curious. He also it looks like he's been an actor mm-hmm. and done stunts. Just make sure the name of this episode is Jessa to West Dawn. Drop <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh wait, you already did. Oh. Oh, and he was in a. Go back to your uh, Swayze connection. He is in. He's the Red Dawn, one of the makeup yep. artists. He did Red, Red Dawn. Sweet. So he's worked. With, he's a, he's worked with Swayze. Swayze trusts him. Yeah. Know, do you know that in that movie, C. Thomas Howell was actually 85 years old and they made him look like a child? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. It goes with the theme of C. Thomas Howell needing some kind of crazy makeup. And he was a makeup artist on that movie Jim O'Kane's doing, The Into the Night Minute. Oh. That movie that's night. out there and about. Oh, yeah, I've, I've never seen it, but cool. Uh-huh. What about Jeff Up the Goldblum. Creek? Have you seen Up yeah. the Creek? He did no, I haven't seen that. Mark Singer, who was a sex comedy about riding the rapids. Ah, well, oh, Mark right. Singer, the Beastmaster? The Beastmaster. I know him as the V. The V. From oh. the sh- TV series, The V. V. No? Is the alien, alien one? Oh, yes. That, yeah, and they, a, did a, they did a remake of it. Or yes. It was like a reboot, I guess. Yes, they did a reboot. Like Battlestar oh, Galactica did, did he okay. Did Carrie? Did I see he did a Carrie? Yeah, he did He did uh, Carrie. Uh, credited as Wesley Dawn. He had to, he had to drop the, bring the full name to Carrie. Mm. Get some gravitas. So he, yeah, he had a good career. Yeah, we could until talk this moment, could, and then he died. <laughs> until he died in nineteen on uh, August twenty first, nineteen ninety, at the age of fifty one. Oh, oh no, that's young. Very, quite young. Yeah. So that's that's West Don uh, in memory of, and then uh, we got some producers, uh, some thanks. I just will go over these quickly. Uh, Dan Moore, I could not figure anything about him because it's impossible to Google the name Dan Moore. Okay. That's Roger uh, Moore's uh, nephew. Is it really? No. Oh. I'm just going to make up things as we go along to people's names. So. Sure. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he just said it with such authority. And Jesse yeah. was just like, sure. Yeah. I'm on a podcast. You can lie all the time. No one knows. <laughs> no one would know because no you can't Google the name things. Dan Moore. Uh, Alan Monroe uh, did work. He was a storyboard artist for Near Dark. So that explains how he – I imagine uh, maybe Catherine Bigelow gave him a call and just talked about some stuff at one point. I don't know what else. He's not credited on anything Wait, for Point what, Break. What is this credit? Thanks? Yeah, he gets thanks. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, he helped write the Monroe Doctrine, so it was really important. Yeah, that is also yeah. true. Yeah. We'll just say it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I like just is on to me now. She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say yes to the I don't believe I you don't anymore. <laughs> it's almost like you're lying. Uh, Alan Monroe also did uh, visual effects for Beetlejuice and the Addams Family, so he kind of has a gothic thing going on. Wait, was he supervisor or just effects artist? Just just visual effects. So I guess he wasn't key visual effects. No, but he is the key visual effects supervisor on Bosch. So there. Ooh, oh, Mm -hmm. don't get Dave Palace started on Bosch. Bosch. (laughs) That guy loves Bosch. I haven't I seen never. an episode of Bosch. I don't. I don't even know what it means. Me I feel kind of. I, I didn't realize he was a sincere Bosch fan. Were you doing Bosch? I, he posted something, and I like. I kind of made a joke about Bosch, but I've never seen it, so I don't know. It just, it just seems like the ultimate show that no one really watches. Yeah. One guy. <laughs> yeah. One guy. Yeah. Jay Palace. <laughs> 
I love it you, seems Dave. like it seems like the show that like grandparents would just have on and fall asleep to, but it's on it's on Amazon. Like yeah, you can't they, just have it on. Grandparents TV. have no access to Amazon. Yeah, they don't know. How to, they don't know how to make it play. What do you mean it's on the computer? <laughs> so we get uh, yeah, Alan Monroe, Dan Moore, Toby Silberberg. Uh, he was just Ooh, a producer. A, uh, it wasn't that interesting. It's a fun name. Uh, thanks to California Aviation, California Film Commission, City of Wheeler, Oregon. Where we were Ooh. just at. Which we just visited. We just visited Wheeler, Oregon. It was used in one shot of the movie. Yep. In like minute one eleven. What's it like? Awful. It's a very scrappy little. It's it's one of those sad towns that is near the Oregon coast, but it's not on the coast. It's a little bit. It's a few miles away, so it doesn't get like scenic ocean views. Yeah. Half I'm from story- a, I'm from a sad town. Oh. Yeah, what? not near the ocean, but just a not near the highway. So sad, you know. Oh. One of those towns that. Life passed by. Have you seen the movie Cars? It's basically what happened. Aww. The mother road drove past. We used to be like on a highway, and then they put a, high, a bigger highway further away, and your town dies. That's right. Oh, that is, that's sad. Everything yeah. you've said sounded like the lyrics to a John Mellencamp song. Yeah. Remember the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I live near the highway. I love the Cougs. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Cougar. John Cougar. Uh, we get a thanks to Court Lemain Communications, Gold's Gym. <laughs> That's like when they used to thank Body by Jake. Because remember when he used to like <laughs> do every person, like he would get like Indiana Jones fit, like Harrison Ford fit. No. So I assume I, I don't know about this myself. Oh, Body by Jake, the guy died. Um, uh, he he actually died of I can't remember if he died of suicide. Uh, give me one second. You can just get rid of this part. <laughs> Jake, yeah, it was Jake Fitness. He, his name wasn't Jake Fitness. Uh, his name was Jake <laughs> Steinfeld, and he was a. If you saw his face, you'd be like, "Oh, that guy." He was an actor. He was in a bunch of stuff in the eighties. He died at sixty-one, but he did all of the like eighty, like mid-eighties movies. He would do all the celebrity buffness. Nice. Was, like he was, would like work them out. Basically, he'd be the one that puts him in boot camp for like three months and makes you know Harrison Ford ripped so he can take his shirt off in last crusade okay it's famously if you look at the end of last crusade it does say body by jake there's a bunch of movies at that time that do it's pretty funny that's such a that's such a, a baller credit like body by jake yeah like, well, oh wait that guy's that guy had the not best branding like, it was awesome it's not like fitness consultant jake is like no yeah. body by jake yeah he did it he sculpted yeah. this yep he man he'd be making bank these days all the superhero stuff just oh be yeah like, he would I'm sure there's a guy. I'm sure there's a guy who does that now, but he, he doesn't have his. Uh, he would he be like 87 years old, but if he had a company like the the Body by Jake method. Body by Jake method. Yeah, that's what I was looking up. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks kind of familiar. You wouldn't remember him because you probably are too young to know him from movies and stuff. I saw him in a couple of TV shows. I mean, he's not memorable. He's better as a weightlifter, I guess. Oh. oh. You might know him as uh, wait no he's not the one who played Sloth and uh, that's John Matuzak. Never mind. I was thinking of Goonies. Uh, oh yeah, another Portland. Yeah. yeah, Astoria. We went to the Oregon Film that this episode I think just got released today. We went to the Oregon Film Museum and yeah. uh, it's all all Goonies all the time. <laughs> Apparently, Goonies Two is supposedly being filmed. Yeah, is that still really happening? Like I really, don't know. Really? The, the guy we talked to in Wheeler said it was, and I found. Bits and pieces of it online, but it doesn't seem totally official. I don't really know. Fun fact: Mern and I worked f- for a very short amount of time with the evil land developer from Goonies. Yeah, and oh, he's yeah? he's he's an a- he's a, a a moderately to not successful older actor in Portland. Yep. Yeah, you mean Troy's dad? Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever see Goonies? Troy, he's the bad guy. He's the he's the. It all ends when you go up in Troy's bucket. But this is our time tr- down here. This is our time. Okay, I've oh. I've yeah. seen it like twice. I don't remember the name. You probably Troy it's because you don't have a ten year old son who has made you watch it probably a million times in the past <laughs> year. It's, it's I really enjoy it. I I just remember he's the evil. He's the bad guy who's trying to buy the the land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His name's Kurt Hansen. That's his yeah. real name. Yep. Yeah. He's not that Kurt Hansen though, right? He's not Curtis Hansen. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Goonies. This is not Goonies. This is Point Break. Uh, mm-hmm. Gold's Gym, Hawaii Film Commission, Oregon Film Commission, Oregon State Parks. Mm. Because they went to Ecola State Park, which you also visited. Yeah. 
listen to our last uh, few episode a few minutes ago for that mm-hmm. description. It's sp- and- it's, a, it's spelled E. cola, E. C. O. L. A. Not E. cola, like E. cola virus. I think there's two C's in it. I think. No, okay. it's just one. I'm pretty oh, sure, really? but it's all one word. There's n- there's no dash. Okay. It's not E. coli. Is it Ebola? Not E. coli. There's Ebola and E. coli. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think, but I'm no scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no scientist. I'm no lead scientist. I'm a, yeah, I'm just, certainly just because not I wear glass. Yeah, I'd be like the backup scientist. <laughs> You're the Sir, guy who here's gets your accidentally locked in the room with the thing, and <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. up in the glass, like. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get uh, all the song credits, and we've already talked about those in previous minutes. So uh, we'll just skip by those. Good because um, I have no notes on the music. So I was like, I guarantee you, they've covered this. We've yeah. covered it. We we pretty much we did a good job. And this was, I have to say, one of the more difficult parts uh, of my googling is to find what song is where in this movie because they're all just in the background. Oh yeah, and, and none of them are by famous bands. There were like eight or nine of them. I was like, there are nine songs in Point Break. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, mm. right. Yeah, they're just like, like playing in the background of bars and the sandwich shop and stuff like that. It's they're not noteworthy except for us who have to make notes of them yeah like the la gun song i was like "Ugh, i'm gonna go look this up i went and looked it up for two seconds went i'm done i was (laughs) like oh my god this la guns what a what a nightmare backstory that whole band has i don't know much except maybe i do we may we might have gone over that in a minute but i don't remember it at all basically they break apart a million times and then they bring in uh axel rose and it turns into guns and roses later and then the guy who the gun the guy whose last name is gun but for LA uh-huh. Guns, leaves the band, but they're still Guns N' Roses. It's weird. It. I'm not a music buff. I do like that time period of music, but I just I'm like I was reading it on I was reading on Wikipedia. And I went, I don't. No one's gonna care. So I skipped no. that. No, <laughs> I, I think we did cover that briefly in the minute that it showed up. Hmm. I remember it being uh, related to Guns N' Roses. Uh, then we get uh, music supervision, uh, original motion picture score produced by Mark Isham and Stephen Krauss. Mark Isham did the score. It had its moments. We've talked not, about not it my favorite and score. Him before. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about him enough. Uh, you can buy the original motion picture soundtrack Sweet. on MCA. On what? On what? On what? What kind of M- what kind of media? It's got um, a compact discs <laughs> and cassettes. Yeah. yeah, one of those options. We were yeah. still in that era where people were like, I don't know, we probably shouldn't hedge our bets on cassettes. We should still keep making those <laughs> just yeah. in case. I, I listened to. Did you listen to cassettes? Yeah. Yeah. So we we, oh, yeah. we spanned that. You yeah. know, it's because it's ninety one. So that I mean, I was definitely if I was in a I was in a well, I would have been a I would have been able to drive in ninety one. I believe I had both cassettes and a. I was lucky enough to have a single disc CD player in my car. <sighs> wow. Like, in ninety one. <clears throat> yeah, because it just came with it. Wow. I, got a, I basically went to go get a car. My mom, dad and I thought it was funny because the car was owned by a guy who got a divorce. I think he got a divorce because he had a sweet ass Honda with like a bunch of pimped out stuff on it that he <laughs> that shouldn't was the have cause? had. And so basically we bought it from the dealer used, even though it wasn't. It had a CD player. And we're like, whoa, this thing's <laughs> awesome. You know, like this is so cool. I don't think I, I don't think I would. My parents didn't own a car with a CD player until, like, 2000. Yeah. Neither did my parents. That was my car. They <laughs> kept the same crappy car for, like, another 15 years. Yeah, I, yeah, I listened to, like, books on tape a lot. That was, yeah, that's my memory same. of cassette tapes. Oh, I listened same. to the entire Born Supremacy on, like, a thousand oh, tapes. Nice. It was so many tapes that by the time I got done with the trip, I had lost two, and I couldn't find them. They were friends. <laughs> they were bootlegs. They were not... Like the library born supremacy. They were like on crappy, like do it yourself tapes. Oh, wow. So someone wow. had sat through that and done, made them themselves. Oh, Robert Ludlum's going to come after you. Is that Ludlum? I forget. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Matt Damon wrote them. That's all. That's, that's my, I just that's listened I to it for mind. 12 hours. I didn't retain any of it. Give me a break. <laughs> so, yeah, motion picture uh, soundtrack, compact discs and cassettes from MCA. Mm-hmm. MCA, another name that. This is just blowing up right now. Oh, yeah. Do they exist yeah. anymore? I, no. I, there's a lot of stuff like that. We'll get a couple more in this. So we'll, we'll go over briefly. But uh, this next bit I really enjoy. This is the highlight of it, the minute for me. is a statement. Uh, in the filming of the scene depicting violence with an animal, a replication of the animal was used. Hmm. Also, the American Humane Society was present during the filming of the scene to assure that no animal was injured. 
even the fake animal. Yeah. That's my question. It seems like they're kind of, this is an oxymoron at this point, because if they're using a replica of the animal, why does the Humane Society need to be there at all? Because they're making sure the replica is not real. (laughs) Okay. I guess they... Because you know, at some point, some director did. He's like, "Let's, we're totally gonna get a replica." Wink, wink. Yeah. And then sure. they went out and like shot a horse out of a cannon. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, it was a replica horse. We wouldn't put a real horse in there. Oh, it was yeah. all yeah. blood from, the, from that. That's uh... fake blood that we put inside the fake horse. It's all <laughs> viscera. A lot of stuff. A lot of yeah, goo. I, I, I remember horse cannon. Uh, it came out in 2005. That was so good. Good summer. Not as good as horse cannon too, but you know. Oh yeah. Uh, two horse, two cannon. I should say. Uh, so yeah, I I guess it's it's good that they uh it's good to know that that dog wasn't actually kicked. Yeah. They had to get a dog yelping noise though. I think that was actually they're talking about War Child. They're not talking about an actual animal. They're talking about <laughs> War Child was a replica. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't think he's human. He seems subhuman. Yeah. Well, he could be a replicant from Blade Runner. Yes. Yes. Or he could I be a couple, his character. I have a question. I have a question for you guys. Um, I, these were in my notes at the end. And since I didn't get minutes that have actual humans in it, I wanted to ask you, Do you, can I ask them? Yes, yeah. of course. Do you think Bo- uh, Brody died on the beach? Do you think he died in the wave? Yes. Yes. Except in our dreams, he comes back in uh, Point Break 2 as Robody, half robot, half Bodie. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. of course, Warchild comes back as his cyborg character, Fender Tremolo, yeah. in the movie Cyborg <laughs> with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Of course, yeah. yes. Well, because those beautiful eyes. Oh, yeah. Must reference Cyborg every chance I get. That movie's good. Uh, uh, My other question is, if if he hadn't died, let's say Bodhi goes out on the big wave and just tears it up. And uh, in our minds, this is Johnny Utah saying goodbye to Bodhi, and Bodhi's going to die doing what he loves. All makes Mm -hmm. sense. I'm sure you've covered it. Mm -hmm. My point is, what if he hadn't died? Would Johnny have had to arrest him? What if he came back onto shore? Like, fine. And they were... But at this point, I mean, I guess it depends on what the whole scene looked like, but I'm imagining at this point, Johnny Utah has already thrown his badge into the sea. So he's technically not... I mean, obviously, because of that... That doesn't mean you're not a... That's not how law enforcement works. You can't just throw your badge (laughs) away and you're no longer a cop. To Johnny Utah, that's how it works. That is his resignation. He'd he'd just be like, oh, shit, oh, shit, and, like, go grab it and be like, just kidding, JK. And, like... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, if you're at a if you're at a sting and the guy throws his his badge away, you can't run away from him or shoot him because he's now no longer a police officer. He's yeah. still a police officer. That's that's not my understanding, but uh, I mean, <laughs> agree to disagree. You you go with the Thor method, which is if you're not holding the hammer, you are not worthy. Therefore, you are no longer the police officer. You're, you you are have all lost the power. You're all not worthy. You're not worthy. Is that a Thor? All right. Reference? That's Thor. That's yeah, Thor. Um, that yeah, wasn't I, a Thor reference because he never says that. <laughs> You're not worthy. <laughs> no, he, he does say that. He says that in, I think, Avengers uh, Age of Ultron, maybe. It's the scene where they're trying to pick up the hammer. Oh, yeah. That you are all not worthy. He does Isn't say the... that. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Uh, did you have any other questions? No, those are my questions. No, I just they... wanted to know what you thought. And uh, Mern's well, complicated take on law enforcement is <laughs> baffling so well what do you think uh great question um i think he would have had to arrest him but he would have said sorry as he arrested him it would have been like i'm so sorry you were supposed to die <laughs> and what he didn't do is be like oh no your handcuffs fall off why don't you go try ride it again and, <laughs> yeah. he, and he'd go back out and then hopefully he'd die or and he then didn't. he wouldn't die and-, and he'd come back and then they'd yeah. have like the midnight cowboy ending where they're all just on the bus together, like in the back, just kind of like looking out to the side. It's just kind of an ambiguous ending. I was thinking it would be more of the one flew over the cuckoo's nest ending, and he would mercy kill. <laughs> he'd him. lobotomize him. No, he'd mercy kill him. <laughs> oh, he takes get... uh, takes Bodie and just sticks his face in the sand yeah. slowly, just holds <laughs> yeah. him down. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, bro, let the wave take you. Let it <laughs> yeah. take you. I mean that. Definitely is kind of exactly what he does, though. And then, then Gary Busey comes back and he throws a water fountain out of a window. Yeah. Well, the Gary other... Busey's got to come over because he's got to get the shield. He's got to get his uh, FBI badge. You can't just, to actually give up being an FBI agent, you have to hand it to another FBI agent. Oh, And, say, oh. and, and then say, that I'm agent done. is a double agent. 
not like a two-sided agent, but they're like two times an FBI agent because mm-hmm. they have two badges. Right, because oh. they're twice as strong now. Yeah. They're twice as strong now. Yeah. I was going to uh, put forth a, another uh, scenario is that he goes out on the waves, looks like he's going to die, but then suddenly he flips a switch and his surfboard turns into a jet surfboard. And then he mm-hmm. jets to New Zealand. Yeah, and he, he fl- fl- flings the double birds at Johnny Utah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it truly was Robody though, then. Because he's a robot yeah. that the that's electronic surfboard or electric surfboard would be part of his feet. If this was an Adam Sandler movie, uh, Nixon's ghost would have showed up and grabbed <laughs> Bodie and taken him to heaven with him. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely have happened. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like, Thank you for honoring me with your mask wearing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know some people thought it was bad taste, but I thought it was great. Haru. <laughs> mine just sounds like the futurama version i thought it. that's what you were doing nixon that's all i know that's all i, only, I, I mean i didn't know that was something he actually said i thought that was just a futurama's impression of him it is it, that and uh and uh, uh from the howard stern show because sometimes oh. uh sometimes uh what's his face well uh, fred norris will say that's that's kind of his okay that he one i said it at with. some point because everybody says it because Billy West was on that show too, so I don't know if he picked up the "Haru" from somewhere. Must yeah, must have. It's one of those weird things, like Bill Clinton doing the thumb thing. That's like he didn't really do what that. Just Daryl Hammond did that what because thing? he did it once. You know, like the you know he like I, I did not uh, have, yeah you know doing this voice and he, he like and puts he, his, he does his uh, mouth. He like kind of bites his own lip. It's like oh, yeah you. yeah and like Bill Clinton. You never see him really do that. He Wait, did it like he a couple bites times. His own lip? Like he's yeah he's like because hey, yeah. he's so sincere. He's just. I can feel it. Okay. Anyway, people, other people know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. so it's okay like uh, it's like the Kennedys. It's like the, the Kennedys like, uh, era, like when they go era, era. I am from Chappaquiddick. You know that the, the, that's how like the, that's not how John F. Kennedy talked, but that is how he yeah, talks. It's just an extreme uh. exaggeration, and it's just you know it's just understood now. Hmm. That's what he sounds like. The moving on, uh, we're almost done with these credits here. Um, you know, we get the whole the events, characters, and businesses depicted in this photo play are fictitious. Any oh, similarity? This is a photo play. It's a photo play. That's yeah. the name of my business. If you guys followed me on uh, Instagram, you'd know my my company's name is Photo Play Design. Oh, way to That's way awesome. to guilt me there. I guess I gotta get that get on that. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Now, Just is pictures it, of my kids. Is it one <laughs> nice. word photo play or is it two? Yeah, words? photo play. It's a it's a old fancy word for movies. Awesome. It's a photo yeah. play. I guess it is like the legal term in this case. Yeah, old, old movies. Uh, a lot of old movies still to this day will say photo play. Huh. All right, so we get all that spiel. Any similarity to actual persons living or dead, or to actual events or businesses, is purely coincidental. I feel like we don't always get the businesses yeah. in that, but I guess it was uh, important for this movie. Any dogs? Any horse cannons? It's yeah. all fictitious. Oh yeah. I mean, th- those are characters, so it right. falls under characters. Horse cannon is a character. Mm-hmm. No, horse cannon is a business. Come on, Murray. Oh, to okay. buy a horse, what do you buy it? Do you think you make it? Do you think you smelt the cannon? Oh. Don't be silly. Don't be ridiculous, Murray. <laughs> yeah, you're being so dumb. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jessa, do you want to just continue the minute now? I don't need to. I'm done. No, continue it. Okay. Yeah, we're almost done. Uh, we get all the usual stuff. We get Dolby Stereo. We get uh, Motion Picture Association of America. Approved number three one one zero two. You get the little stamp of the uh, AFL CIO union, mm-hmm. and then we get uh, another reminder that this is a Largo Entertainment joint. Uh, Largo Entertainment. Yeah, the famous production company that's still around to this day. Not Just at like all. MCA Records. Yeah, and then it's also uh, cassettes. Yeah, we get Largo, and it's presented with in association with JVC Entertainment Inc. Have oh we... man, JVC! I had a JVC stereo. <laughs> now JVC, have we talked about them before? Yeah, we talked about all this in the oh, beginning because this movie has opening credits as well. So yeah. we've already talked about very all this. extensive opening. JVC credits. stands for J- Jesus Vincent Christ. Oh, you didn't know that? that? That's canon yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're very they're very into Jesus Vincent Christ in uh, in Japan. Yeah, got to use his middle name. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. That's that's the uh, J- Japanese Orthodox tradition. They add the middle name. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like like Vincent Price. And I start getting like excited that it's gonna be Vincent Price. But Vincent Price to you is basically Vincent Christ. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 
that's okay. Here's what we should do. This is our new podcast. Jess and I coming coming to you twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the Price is Right, the filmographies of Vincent and Jonathan Price. Oh, well, pff, count me in. That's not bad. Yeah. We, I, we had the idea to do Jonathan Price, but I was like, well, that's kind of, that's a little, that's pretty niche. But then Did you say The Price is Right or The Price is Fright? Oh. oh. Yeah, the Price is Right. Better. Yeah. <laughs> the Price yeah. is Fright. That's better. For Vincent Price, that is perfect. That is perfect. <clears throat> yeah. That's actually a really good idea. I mean, I need I you to focus, though. You have to, you can't do that for two years. Yeah. You said it'd be twenty twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> that's locked in stone. Yeah, but locked I feel in like stone. We talked about <laughs> written in stone. We talked about doing a Vincent Price podcast before. I think that's a good idea. I mean, I, that. I mean, if it, if there's any episode of this podcast to talk about spinoff podcasts, it's it's yeah. this is the we're talking. We got to get something going. Yeah. At some point. Otherwise, you'll have nothing to do, and you'll shrivel up and die, <laughs> like West Dawn. Oh, oh no, West Dawn. That, you know why he died? He didn't have a podcast to do. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they weren't invented yet. Nope. Yeah. Well, he did them. He just recorded himself talking about movies. And no one ever heard them. They were all on cassettes. They're somewhere. Oh, the, 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 the hidden cassettes of Dawn. I want to find that treasure trove. Oh, yeah, me too. I wonder what movies he'd have done. Oh. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't like to do anything similar to what he made. Hmm. So He talked about like Merchant Ivory films. Oh, I got you. Because Die Hard and Red Dawn, those were like his day job. But yeah. what he loved was like Bollywood movies from the yeah. 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, into that. That was that was really his ish. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And they were hard. They were harder to get back then. They mm-hmm. weren't just like on you know Netflix and stuff. Yeah, and they, they weren't translated find. at all. So it's just like he had to no go to like the the Indian quarter of town and like find a weird video store and go to Little India. Yeah, Little India. So uh, we're just about done. Uh, we talked way longer about this minute than I ever thought possible. Uh, You're welcome. That's that's why we have you here, Jonathan. Uh, distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, a Time Warner company. Are they still around? As far as I know, they're still around. Okay, good. I'm not totally <laughs> well, sure. One of those podcasts is coming out in the future. They could be gone by then. Who oh. knows? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's it. That's, that's Point it. Break. And these you did it, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. A pat on the back to us. Couldn't have done it without you. Yeah, we already sort of wrapped things up in the past minutes. We thanked our guests. We sort of gave our... Do you have... Uh, I guess we could ask you, do you have sort of a summation of Point Break? Yeah, this is oh. the last minute. Do you have anything sort of to sum it all up? Because you've been here with us the whole time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Sum up Point Break. Any movie that ends with a guy giving up his uh, totalitarian authority to the tasty waves of freedom i don't know i mean it's it's hard to explain it's one of those movies you're like yeah i get why i did it it's yeah. not ambiguous at the end i like it i don't like i guess i like Bodhi. everyone likes Bodhi, even though he was a it's powerful know. character yeah he is, he is. He's it's a good movie <clears throat> good movie i like that is he that's tom good... cruise no but keanu reeves is close he's as close he is a cool tom cruise yeah it's a chill Tom Cruise. It's like if Tom Cruise. He's a Tom Cruise. I feel like I'd actually enjoy hanging out with in yeah. real life. Yeah, I know Jessa since I know how she feels about Tom Cruise. I know she likes Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves, so I'm right. I'm, I'm kind of like twitching about the thought of of comparing of, the two. Yeah, you have to compare them on a level of action star, not on personal life, just action star. Yeah. I, I know it's hard for you to. We also know that I also know it's hard for you to separate the guy from the thing. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's my stomach's churning. I'm sorry. It's okay, uh, Jessa. Just, just think okay. about Keanu Reeves more. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Just think about sweet, sweet Keanu. Yeah. John Wick Three is coming out soon. Oh, I can't wait! Can't That's wait. So yes. boss. So I guess we're here. I mean, we've been talking for a while, but we can talk some more. Hey, wait, what's this? It's a, it's a package. I didn't see it here the whole time we were recording. It's oh really? It says, it says from Vincent Diesel. Oh. Oh, my, oh my god! I wonder if that's the Vin Diesel. Wow! wow. It, oh my god! It's the first minute of the Fast and the Furious. Whoa! What? what? It's right here. I Whoa. didn't ask for anything. Let's watch it. Okay. Go! Oh, 
okay, we watched it. I'll put in a sound effect there or something. <laughs> a what? Like a film strip? <laughs> film strip. <laughs> like the film strip flapping at like the end where beep, it runs out. Beep, beep. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Here we are. Ten years later. 1991 to 2001. Podcasts pro- maybe almost exist now. No, not really. Nope. No, still a while till <laughs> podcast exists. But it's been 10 years. Cassettes are still around. CDs are still around. I'm trying to think of things that have changed. Uh, we have a lady president. No. No, it's 2001. <laughs> we're still in the okay. past. Oh. Fa- the Fast and the Furious. We're here. Jonathan and I are doing a Fast and Furious podcast. It's coming to you what? soon. What? That's, that's news to me, Marin. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm spreading Je- the news, and it's right there for you. What a weird way to break up with Jessa. I know. I know. This is <laughs> She's kind of right there, dude. Yeah. It's kind of a weird passing of the torch. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, Jonathan's your partner now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we'll we'll be back doing the Price is Fright in a few years. Yes. Yes. You're welcome for the name, by the way. I, I know. I love it. That kind of did seal it. Like, yeah. I feel like this has to happen because it's such a perfect name. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect names sometimes are the only reason you do a podcast. You're like, yep. that's just a fun pun. I'm yeah. doing a podcast. Yeah. Here goes the next nine months of my life. Oh yeah. Yep. It's, it's written in stone. Yeah. Yep. Got to do it. The Fast and the Furious, 2001. A young man by the name of Paul Walker. <laughs> Wait, oh, are you going to explain what we're doing before you go into the minute? Are you explain that this is I'm the, doing a little... the, the this is the teaser prequel to the Cast and the Furious? Sure. Yes, this is this is far outside the usual uh uh format that I do, so it's kind of lost. Thank you for uh reminding me. Yeah, this is the teaser. We're going to do a little teaser for you. It's just 1 minute of the Fast and the Furious. We're going to break it down. It'll just be a little taste. It's a little moose of doing bullshit. we're going to do it a quarter movie at a time. For, yes, uh, we're not doing it one minute at a time. This is the only time we're ever going to do this movie one minute at a time. Yeah, we're only going to get one. And then later we'll talk about this part again, but probably not because there's not much to it. But we'll talk about a quarter movie at a time. We'll be the, doing the whole series. And uh, as of yet, I think there's going to be like 10 or 11 films. So yep. we have our work cut out for us. Doing minute by minute would be just not. Look, not. I'm already doing a movie that series that has more movies than I can ever do. It's gonna. I'm gonna yeah. be so old. Who knows how many Mission Impossible <laughs> movies they're gonna make? And you, you know, maybe someone will take over after Tom Cruise gets too old, and you're still gonna be mm-hmm. doing it. Uh, it'll be uh, Keanu Reeves. Ugh. Oh man. Only. I he think they're fantastic. pretty close to the same age, though. So, yeah. although he, you I don't know, care. maybe he'll. Uh, he's more yeah. of a vampire. Anyway, a young man named Paul Paulicent Walker had <laughs> just finished wrapping Paul a film. Paul Sint is the long form of Paul. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just finished wrapping The Skulls, directed by Rob Cohen. Oh, They'd man, become friends, sucks. presumably. Rob Cohen comes to his friend, Paul Sint Walker, says, mm-hmm. we should do like a big action movie together, my man. He says, yes. I thought about it. How about a combination of The Days of Thunder and Donnie Brasco? Rob Cohen likes it. He's like, cool, cool, man. That sounds great. I'll think about it a little more. He comes back and he's like, okay, I have a better break. I have a better way to say this. It's like point break with cars. That's basically the same thing, but we're going to do point break with cars. Paul yeah. Walker signs on instantly. Later on. Because he they- thinks he's going to be the Keanu Reeves character. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Of course. He's, he's basically uh, a young puppy Keanu. Yeah. And then they try, uh, they sort of wrap things together. We'll go over more detail in the, the real podcast, but that's basically it. Fa- the Fast and the Furious. First minute, it opens with a beat. A hip-hop style beat. <laughs> yes. Over the more Universal music. Studios logo. Yep. Universal Music still around. Universal is still around. Universal Music's the one who bought MCA. I just looked it up. Oh. oh. Is that true or is that just a podcast? No, no, I- that's real. That's <laughs> not one of my patented lies. This is a true statement I'm saying. Excellent. You can take that to the bank. I lied on po- on on Point Break Minute. I never lie on Cast of the Furious. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, never. we're in Cast of the Furious now. It's a, it's a two po- it's a double pod. Uh we get some mirror vision style letters. Mm-hmm. It just looked oily to me. Yeah, it's greasy. It's like, greasy and like, chromey. Yes. They were using as much Adobe uh After Effects as they could muster, giving all those letters all the different all the different uh type treatments they did. They're like, Oh, can we make it greasy? Yeah. Can we make <laughs> yeah. it chrome? Yeah. Can we give it a drop shadow and make it slanted to the right a little <laughs> skew? Yeah. <laughs> 
the oily the oiliness would would continue in later films in various uh, yeah. forms. It's actually dried out recently. It's actually much less oily, other than yeah. like they left it with like black lettering. It's funny as as we've been watching, uh, Mern and I have been slowly st- starting to watch these movies again, over again. And as I watch them, I'm like every movie is so stylishly different, stylistically different. But I love the fact that the Fast and Furious movie. I'm just like, yeah, this is exactly what I would normally watch, even now, like in 2019. Yeah, if I saw this this movie opening. I'd be like, I'm fine with this. It's not totally. that easy. Yeah, we're down with this. That's established. Uh, we get some some lettering. We can't quite tell what it says, but it keeps flipping back and forth. Real cool, like real cool, like. <laughs> then it reveals the Fast and the Furious. Which, Which one's I'm fast? Sure at the time was very confusing. Which one's fast? Which one's furious? Who knows? Also, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, and also when you when you go back and if you watch the movie and then you think about the title, you're like, they just had a cool alliteration title and they didn't really know what to do with it. I mean. They're not that furious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they get a I little mean, furious. They are fast. They are fast. I guess, it, it, I mean, it is a phrase to say, coming at you fast and furious, yeah. right? Yeah. But it, say, putting a the on that makes it sound like this is like a, a thing. Like they're, like they're ninjas who drive cars. It's not yeah. a verb Jump anymore. It's a description of a group. Yeah. It sounds like it could be a soccer team. Sure. <laughs> are you talking about like a kitty soccer team or like a... <laughs> Like a pro cats? soccer team. Like a kid. Hey, after the Fast and the Furious finishes their game, we're going <laughs> to go over to Culver's and get some uh, Sundays. Yeah. Get some Jimmy's on them. No, Jessa, did you really think I meant a kitty cat soccer team? Like it's with just cats? It's creepy to hear you say kitty. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> a, 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 ch- a child's, a children, a soccer team of children. Yeah. Fast and the Furious. I don't know. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, that's the title. It was taken from. Uh, a Roger Corman film, 1955, also called mm-hmm. The Fast and the Furious. Oh. He sold them the rights to the title so they could use it. Fun fact, Roger Corman will sell you anything. <laughs> he, he's in it for the money 100%. He is in it for the money because his ideas are normally terrible. So <laughs> if you don't believe me, go watch the Fantastic Four movie directed by Roger Corman. <laughs> that is out there in the universe. I've seen clips of that. It looks it, bonkers. It, it's bonkers awesome. And we see... A truck. So it's Roger's transportation. And then inside the truck, a bunch of Panasonic digital equipment. Thanks, Panasonic. TVs. Stereos. DVD players. Maybe. Personal video discs. Whoa. Yeah. But they're inside the TV, so you know it's 2001. Mm. Yeah, like, it's a when TV. When I saw it, I was just like, boo, I don't want any of this stuff. <laughs> that's funny. I, think, yeah, I put like the DVD TV combo was a thing, and now it's like, no, that was that's not, we don't want to do that anymore. But it no. seems so logical. That's like putting that's like putting a phone and a camera together. What a stupid thing. Yeah, I'll never last. <laughs> this the music playing over all of this. The score by BT. Brian Transo. <laughs> He's kind of the junkie XL of his time, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, see this is something you're going to have to help me with. I at this point am out of college and so my music appreciation just falls off the planet. Like at this point, I'm like, I only like things from the '90s. Give me Pearl Jam. Give me, you know, give me back my my grunge. So the 2001 music scene, I'm like, what? <laughs> like music well, by BT. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I well, in, to be fair, I don't either because I was too young at this point. I was 11. Murrin also just spent like 15 minutes trying to search what this song and who BT was. Yeah, I did That's my okay. research. I think we're going to learn as the movie goes along. We're going to have people on that are music fans. They might and be. I think that will that will help educate us. Yeah. I hope we have someone who can talk about Jaw Rule. Yeah, because we're we're gearheads. Let's be honest. We're gearheads. We're, we're a couple big of cr- into cars. Cr- chrome faces. <laughs> yes, I mean I'm wearing a I'm wearing a mechanic shirt right now, and oh. again, I don't lie. Look, no, I I can verify that fact. I'm wearing a mechanic shirt. Does what does what it, does it say? Sal- does that say salty top? No, it says Rocky Top. It's Tennessee. It's Rocky Top. Oh. Okay, but Salty Top is probably my best, the best nickname I've ever had. Other than, well, see, I already have a, I already have a nickname for the show. We'll tell you, tell you at the end. <laughs> if only you but, could, uh, if only you could change it to Salty Top. I mean, I know you want to. <laughs> well, also, kind of goes. With, I'd be more like Salty Bottom with my beard. Oh. But Salty Bottom sounds gross. Yeah. That doesn't sound like. It doesn't describe what you wanted to describe. That sounds uncomfortable. No. Yeah. If you could have a truck full of any kind of thing, what would it be? Mm. Oh, God. 
Um, other than Pazones. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, that's the answer to every question. Large trucks of anything. It's Pazones. One, I would want a Pazone. A box of Pazones. You know what Pazone is, right, Jessa? No. It's a pizza calzone from Pizza Hut. It's a pazone. <laughs> okay, but calzones are already pizza, or they're already a pizza. Shut up, Mern. It's a pazone. <laughs> it. We are high octane. The pazone was a high octane calzone. <laughs> it's perfect for dri- eating while you're driving a cool yep. sports car. It is not. It's about this big. It's as, it's a foot long. And easily six inches wide. It was like eating <laughs> a cow's tongue. And it was hot. It was molten hot. Just like you a- could not eat it in a car. Please, our listeners, never eat a pizone in a car. It will kill you. You will be murdered by the food. Do not eat it. I don't think I've ever had a pizone now, but I feel like that was the best commercial I could possibly have for one. Yeah, yeah it, basically. Oh, uh, we'll put it up on. Hey, we do have a, a Facebook group. Go to it. It is the Cast and the Furious. If you join find us. Yeah, if, you, if you're the next person to join after this comes out, your nickname is going to be Pazone. <laughs> or Salty Top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have some, uh, some new options here. <laughs> I know uh, yeah, if you join our group, you, do, you uh, go in and you can request a, a racer, street racer name. Yeah, that's Smarty. that's a pretty big gimmick. Jessa hasn't gone in and asked. Oh, I'm supposed to ask? You have to ask. You have to put yourself out there. You have to reveal yeah, get- to the rest of us that you're part of this group. Mm. <laughs> Yep, get to it, Pizone. <laughs> this is going to be – I feel like, Jessa, you may not be on like all the episodes, but you'll be oh, on God. occasionally. Oh, you're uh, doing this here? With me here? Okay. <laughs> but I feel like your take on these movies is going to be a central part of this. Well, we need a, we need a non-believer. We do. We need someone who does not worship in the Church of Diesel no, and to come in I, and talk to us about I, it. I, and, I, and I'm just going to say I don't get it. I really don't. You can be on with my wife, who also just looks at me and is like, I don't know you <laughs> when, I, when I watch these movies. That's how I feel. I feel like we should give you yeah. like a segment, like the, the dissenting opinion with yeah. Jessa, why this was stupid. Yeah. That's not going to be hard to find. Yeah. So, I mean, so, we're, uh, the show's going to have a lot of people on it that love the movie. I go, how amazed were you when we made that dumb group, how fast it filled up? I was... Yeah shocked yeah we haven't even started the podcast yet and there's 60 members i'm Heck fucking yeah. shocked <laughs> i'm not people love those movies no it, it's it's a big franchise we'll, we'll talk about this more in the the main episodes but uh it's one of the top franchises That's worldwide so weird. you wanted to talk yes, about I, I have some numbers for you that will melt your brain <laughs> yeah uh un unadjusted worldwide all of the fast and furious movies combined how much do you think they've made I I mean I would want to say like a hundred bucks, but I'm, I'm that is incorrect. <laughs> I'm guessing it's it's more that than would make me physically I, I, comfortable. I think I think the the movie that I made with like that like this mermaid movie that I made with Jason Rosenblatt made more than a hundred bucks. Like that's pretty uh, low. That's a pretty low bar. Okay. Like I think it sold more enough tickets to make that. So yeah, yeah go ahead and uh, melt our minds. Five point one billion dollars <sighs> worldwide. Five point one billion. That's two and the a half. First Fast and Furious movie cost thirty-eight million dollars, and it made two hundred and seven million dollars. The first one that paid for itself many times over. That is nuts. The second one cost less because it didn't even have Vin Diesel, and it made two hundred thirty-six million. It's never gone down. It's only gone up. No, Tokyo Drift went down though. Okay, but but, but to be how fair- much was Tokyo Drift made for? I mean, really? I mean, probably, le- probably the it was probably the cheapest, I imagine, because it had no star power. It starred the likes of Sh- Sean Bosworth. Oh, don't get me started. I can't wait to get to that movie. That oh, guy. I'm so excited. The worst. No, I, I honestly, like, I, I, I wasn't paying attention to these movies at the time that the first ones were coming out. So if you had Neither told, was I. If you had told me that Tokyo Drift was uh, straight, to, straight to video, I would have believed you. Yep. But it's, uh, it's mind-boggling. I mean, and, but since five... Five made six hundred twenty-six million. Six made seven hundred eighty-eight. Seven made one point five. It's the biggest one ever. Then the fate made one point two. Just limped in there at one point two billion. That is fucking nuts. Yeah, they're they're basically making Marvel money. Uh, I mean, Marvel, Marvel and Star Wars are are, are you know they're you're not going to beat them. But like so- considering this is uh, this started with. 
a Rob Cohen movie with no names, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, and now it's this is pretty insane. Yeah, and it's still got no name Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it's the only franchise, one of the only franchises where people got famous, left the movie series. They made two that were okay, and then they all came back. <laughs> like, it was long enough that they went, well, I don't have a career. And they all just came back and did more. Yeah, this was back, we'll, we'll talk about this more, but this was this this series started in the time when doing a sequel was, like, a, a, a walk of shame for a movie yeah. star. And now it's the complete opposite. Because in 2001, they hadn't even done – had they done Toy Story 2 yet at that point? I don't have that information off the top of my head. You well, why not? You can't put me on the <laughs> spot like that. When did Toy Story 2 come out? Hey, Siri. It came out in 99, so we're really close. Uh, at this time, uh, Toy Story 2 was famously going to be direct to D- DVD. And then they were like, this movie's too good. And they're like, you don't put out sequels to Disney films. And then they did it, and a bunch of other people started doing it. And other than Batman uh, and Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible hadn't even come out with its own sequel yet. Wow. That was, Mission, uh, four, four years later. Mission Impossible 2 was 2000. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was doing the 96 number. I'm, I'm, my brain just inverted the numbers. It's 2000, 96 right? to 2000. Yeah, it yeah. was four years apart. So, yes, there had we were in a world of, of a sequel to uh, Mission Impossible. But even that one, you know, you've talked about this on your podcast. It was kind of like no one really... Loved it, right? It made money, but... I made all the money. Yeah. Highest grossing one until Fallout. That's crazy. But, uh, Fast and Furious, uh, I wanted to get... Uh, I was talking about the, your dissenting opinion. Do you have a Do you have a take on this minute, Jessa, at all? It looked oily and greasy and dirty, and I didn't want to go to there. <laughs> and <laughs> Not starting off well for you. No. Okay. Like, okay, fair ew. enough. But does it get you amped up hearing the music and... Knowing there's about to be a caper. I mean, the movie's not about a truck that drives around with DVD TVs in it. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't really know what the movies are about except for guys racing each other. Um, It's about family. <laughs> it's and always that. about family. It's about family. Uh, Jesse, I mean, you know this is a, a sequel to Point Break. Or not a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's Wait, a soft what? remake. It, it follows the, the plot of Point Break fairly closely. It does. But my question is... So you imagine there's going to be some, uh, maybe some uh, some crime scenes. Was there, was it directly? Like, is it like, was somebody legitimately like, this is going to be our modern day version of... Yes, absolutely. That is a, that is a real thing. Uh, Rob Cohen is quoted as, as describing it to Paul Walker as uh, a point break remake with cars. But they were smart because they didn't went, go with surfboarding, which is a very specific thing. As opposed to Cars, which is a global franchise, yeah, it, it, I think that's why it's so so. I think so. Uh, it's popular. A, it's hard to imagine Cars like, overseas are huge. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a much more universal thing. Uh, just driving, uh, you can do it almost anywhere. Uh, it's cheaper surfing. If they're imagining like having like a Point Break franchise, is like oh, it's surfing again. There's only so much you can do with that. You can't have a chase on surfboards. So says you. Or could you? If it's a jet surfboard, maybe. The things they do with these cars in these movies is ridiculous, but it's awesome. Yeah, I suppose if it had been Point Break that was the franchise and Fast and Furious is just like a one-time movie, they would have jet surfboards at this point. I don't know how you'd keep those movies going. (laughs) (laughs) It would have to be jet surfboards and like Transformer surfboards that fly. Oh, I've thrown my badge in the ocean like seven times (laughs) and you keep bringing me back. Well, that happens. I, I, I recently watched Dirty Harry and that happens at the end of the first Dirty Harry movie. Mm-hmm. That's how he becomes a civilian. He throws it in the water. So is for the for the rest of them, is he just a civilian? <laughs> he's not a cop. Yes, that's why he's called Dirty Harry, not Dirty Dirty Officer Harry. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Officer Harry does not have the same uh, same badass no. ring to it. Not so, like Detective Cobra. <laughs> that doesn't work either. Co- is the name like Kobrowski or something like that? Yeah. Oh, it's something. St- just so close, you're like, come on, come on. You just wanted to name this movie Cobra. We know what you're doing. They started, yeah, they started with a title and then figured out a way to make it that title. I don't know, make him Kobrowski. That's a name that people have. Well, it's like in the remake of Point Break, Roach is actually like Roach Rocherson or something like that. <laughs> no, he's, Bo- he? no, Bodie he's, McBoatface. Yeah, yeah he's, he's something they're like, hey, Roach. Like, how do they, I don't remember the It's lines. not Roach Rocherson. I guess it, it, maybe his last name is what? Roach. What? My first name's Roach after my grandfather, Roach. <laughs> and we're of the we're of the 
the, the, the Pennsylvania Rochersons. It's a very prestigious family. I'm Roach Rocherson the third. You might think this is just like a slimy nickname I got from being a criminal, but no, it's actually my real name, and I'm proud of it. We have a football team. We have a we have a crest. We have a family and crest. high school. And yes, it does have a roach on it. That's I'm from the city of Roach. My family started it. And I talk like this for some reason. I don't even know how you roach sounds. Roach. That's how someone named Roach talks. You'd think you would do okay. that. Okay. So back to this movie. Fast and the Furious. We're only talking about the first minute. Yeah, well, we're done then. I guess we're done. There wasn't much to say about the first minute. <laughs> okay, guys, the first that's why we're doing this one quarter minute movie at a time. This movie uh doesn't always have a ton of stuff going on uh in the in the first minute of it, but we're going to talk about whole uh scenes and break down the characters and talk about some of the reasons why we like them and how they've grown over the years because we're not going to do a oh, what's going to happen in the next movie. We're going to it's kind of a Deep dive into all these franchise. It's going to be yeah, a, a study of modern filmmaking as a whole. I would say it's going to be kind of like a, a it's going to be a, a thesis statement at the end of it. Especially especially modern filmmaking of a certain degree. We can consider J.J. Abrams to be kind of sitting at the foot of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. That's who he was trying to emulate. That is not who the directors of Fast and Furious were trying to emulate. Yeah, who, who would, they had a whole. Ooh. Yeah, who would, who would you say they are trying to emulate? Maybe John McTiernan? Great question. Um, more like the Cool Hand Luke. Oh, the, yeah. The, the In Like Flint. The, it's the Mavericks. The guys who were coming up. I'm, this is where I, my film degree is, uh, is uh, wanting. Because we didn't go over a lot of these type of movies mm. when I was in film school. And I wish we had. Yeah. And I, I'm sure they do now because now they make billions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Justin Lin who's a later director, you have to talk about the, the way he changed these movies and the way he changed. I mean, they on the, the surface, this first movie, great. Second movie, pretty good. Third movie. It, we're going to have some debates on that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk but there's about, like, but the, each one has its own feel kind of like a mission impossible movie, kind of like a, uh, uh, another uh, James Bond movie. So, We'll definitely be getting into that type of of, of critique of these movies. Yeah, because we love them, but we don't love them enough to say there's no flaws. No, no, I mean, it's no. they're 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 fascinating in an enjoyable way, and they're and they're interesting in that you're like, oh, this is where this character started. Like you might have forgotten that Tyree, like in the second one, Tyrese hates Brian, and he's like always taking his shirt off and being really macho. That's not who the character is now. Yeah, they, the character is a big mouth who eats food all the time. Yeah, this is a franchise that like they they take they pick and choose what they want to from the the movie before them, and just sort of move forward, not throwing it all away, but no, you know, throwing some of it away. Well, I can't wait to see what they did with do with Ludacris because I mean, Ludacris in that movie in the second movie is just like what, and then when you see him now, Tej, yeah, he's a big afro in the Too Fast Too Furious. He's kind of like yeah. the. Yeah, he he was like in that one. He's like the comic relief, and now yeah, he's, uh, and also the smart guy. He is the smart guy because he's still they, like they the kept, one who hustles the money and yeah, he's kind of like the he's the whiz. He's the whiz of the team. Uh, but yeah, then but like he's not like a computer hacker. That was something they added. They're like, I think we need a computer hacker. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> just, make, just uh, make him a computer hacker. Yeah, he can hack ATMs and just give people money now. And yeah, so I think that I think that's going to be a fascinating journey as we go through all these movies. Yeah, we'll have a lot to say. That's just the tip of the iceberg. The tip, mm-hmm. the tip of the. I don't have an ending of this joke. Were you trying to go for like like a car park? Yeah, no. it's the tip of the spoiler. I don't know. <laughs> I did not, Wait, did not land that. You're such a gearhead. It's, I'm it's such a gearhead. Amazing. I know all of car parts. <laughs> yep. Spoiler. <laughs> no spoilers. Muffler. No spoilers. All right, we're about it at the hour mark here, so I think we can wrap up this uh, crossover episode of Point Break and Fast and the Furious. Thanks for coming on, Jonathan, and guiding our ship into the harbor, if you will. <laughs> I don't know what that came out weird. Um, thanks, for, else? thanks for bringing us, bringing us home. No problem. Thanks for letting me be on and letting us do a backdoor pilot to our new yeah. show. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see what happens next in the Fast and the Furious, because I'm sure it's a lot more exciting than this first minute. Yep. Join us on the Cast and the Furious at Facebook and on Twitter at Furious Cast. I think it's Furious Cast on Twitter at Furious Cast. 
can email us at at castfurious at gmail i think i know one of them's All furious right. cast and one of them's cast furious and that's my mistake well you have to know this kind of stuff before you can <laughs> say it in a show it's cast furious at cast furious it is. is definitely our uh no at furious cast is our our twitter i'm pulling it up i, I have to i'm pulling it up it's at cast furious Awesome. And the Gmail is furiouscast at gmail.com. Yeah, so that's not confusing. That won't trip us up once. That will not ever trip us up. I'm going to get that straight. I'm going to tape it to my computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been Point Break Minute. That's This is it. I don't know. I feel like I have to say some words of wisdom, but maybe I'll, I'll say some words of wisdom in the previous episode. I was so wise in that previous episode. You're so minute wise. 121. Yeah. Thank you for being my co-host, Jessa. Thank you for being mine. And now You're I pass welcome. the torch to Jonathan. Ride or die, Murren. Ride or die, Jonathan. This is the Rocky like cars do you like men in cars do you do you like riding in cars with boys do you like octane and car parts do you like family you know what i love family murren oh that's great we're just a big happy family here over at the, the cast, cast and, and the, the furious. furious it's a new podcast and it's gonna be different we're different murren we're like street racers we don't live by the rules we live one quarter, quarter movie, movie at a time that's right, Jonathan. This is a you've heard of minute by minute podcasts. This is different. I have, Murren. You've heard oh. of that. We we have done them. In fact, this is different. This is one quarter movie at a time, in the spirit that Vin Diesel would want it to be done. Also, speaking of spirits, Corona. <laughs> That's the the wateriest spirit of them all. <laughs> We're gonna drink some Coronas. We're gonna talk about the movies. The Fast and the Furious franchise, one quarter movie at a time. We're going to start in the summer, but because you were on my podcast, we had to, by podcast law, do this promotion at the end of our show. We're getting the hype going. This is the hype train, and it's leaving the station. Hype train? This is the hype car. Thank you for that correction. We're a muscle car. Yeah, just like uh, just like Vin Diesel drives. We're at the beginning of this, guys. If you guys want to find us, we are actually already have a Facebook group. Go to... The Cast and the Furious Auto Club. That's right. Look up facebook.com slash group slash cast and the furious. You'll find us there. We're at the Auto Club. If you come in there right now, today, Murren, guess what happens? What happens? You get a street racer name. We give you a street racer name. Your own personalized nickname. Yep, it's based on who you are and who we uh, we make broad generalizations about you, and we come up with yours. We've got great ones like Wheelman and T-Bone <laughs> and Torque. Oh, Torque. I love Torque. What a cool guy or girl. It's, Torque's a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Thunderbolt and Metal Pedal and, and Tank Top and Unlimited Breadsticks. That name's a joke based on our... New uh, podcasting motto. When you're here, you're family. Uh, don't sue us, Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually no longer Olive Garden's catchphrase, uh, so we're good. Doesn't matter. They're still going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you're listening, Olive Garden, uh, send us some breadsticks. We'll be coming out this summer. Can't wait to see you, Mern. I can't wait to work with you more. Oh yeah, we're going to be getting uh, getting. We're going to be a couple gearheads and grease monkeys working on the cars. What's your street racer name? My street racer name is Nitro. Nitro. What's yours? My street racer name is Bandit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shows my age. <laughs> so we've got uh, Nitro and Bandit coming at you, coming to you po- all podcatchers this summer, the cast and the furious. When you're here, you're family. Ride or die, Murray. Ride or die, Jonathan.
been a long road getting from there to here. It's been a long time, but my time is finally near. I will see my dream come alive at last. I will touch the sky, and they're not going to hold me down no more. No, they're not going to change my mind, because I've got faith of the heart. I'm going where my heart will take me. I've got faith to believe. I can do anything. I've got strength of the soul. And no one's going to bend or break me. I can reach any star. I've got faith. I've got faith. Faith of the heart. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy podcasting. <laughs>